When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, last night on 60 Minutes, they aired the interview with Stormy Daniels. Uh, and one thing that stuck kind of in both of our craws on the Colleen and Bradley show during that interview um, is something we think deserves a little more examination. And we're going to do that right now on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that's Bradley Trainer. One of the things that she was very uh, definite about, Stormy Daniels, that is, is that she does not claim to be part of the Me Too movement. But she said something that maybe betrayed that a little bit that we thought was kind of interesting. We wanted to chew on. Yeah, let's have a listen. Let's listen to it. I asked him if I could use his restroom and he said, yes, you know, it's through those, you know, through the bedroom. You'll see it. So I, I excused myself and I went to the, the restroom you know, I was in there for a little bit and came out and he was sitting, you know, on the edge of the bed when I walked out. Perched. And when you saw that, what went through your mind? Uh, I realized exactly what I'd gotten myself into. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and I just felt like maybe uh, it was sort of, I had it coming for making a bad decision for going to someone's room alone. And I just heard the voice and I, well, you put yourself in a bad situation and bad things happen. So you deserve this. And you had sex with him? Yes. You were 27. He was 60. Were you physically attracted to him? No. Not at all? No. Did you want to have sex with him? No. But I didn't, I didn't say no. I'm not a victim. I'm not... It was entirely consensual. okay. So oh, yes. this was a particular segment that stuck out to both of us, uh, and you know, other people have said things more eloquently on Twitter. Um, Anna Marie Cox, she's a blogger and a columnist, and sort of just a, a person with opinions. Who's also, by the way, a Minnesotan, or oh. at least she's in Minnesota now. She, um, you know, pointed this out r- really well. She said, you know, she says she's not a victim, but saying that she quote deserved to have sex with uh, the president because, quote, you put yourself in a bad situation and bad things happen. That's kind of like why we're doing this whole Me Too thing, that that she may not see it, she may not claim to be a part of it, and I understand that because I think she believes that that would make her a victim. Right. And she seems like the kind of person, Stormy Daniels, that is, that does not want to be perceived as a victim. Mm -hmm. And while... um, that may or may, you know, like that's a subjective term, but it really doesn't matter what she thinks. The way that she just described that encounter is totally a part of what we've been talking about for six to nine months now, uh, where a woman who feels like she is obligated to have sex, even though she does not want to, shows us that there is a world we live in that 
has to change because why would you ever want somebody to feel like they needed to, oh, I put myself in this bad situation. I'm just going to have to go. Like as a parent, do you want your daughter to ever feel like she just has to go ahead and have sex with someone because she put herself in that position? And honestly, that is why that stuck in my craw. So much that last night I sort of kept on tumbling over that. Over and over again, that exact segment of the interview where she talked about how she felt like she had put herself in this position and then like the penance she had to pay was to have sex with somebody who she was not attracted to and did not want to have sex with. And then this morning when I woke up again, there it was nagging at me again. But this time I was thinking, this is a woman who herself has a daughter. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I don't, I can't pretend to know what her values are or how she's going to raise her own child. But as a mother myself with a daughter, I thought I would not want that ever to be the message that my daughter got. The message I want young women to have is you never owe anybody sex. And I I will say, you know, uh, to her credit, and again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Stormy Daniels interview on CBS, and there's so many things that we want to say about it, and we will continuing throughout the show, but specifically in this issue of how she relates to Me Too, you know, there was this pushback from her in the very beginning of the interview. I'm not a victim. I'm not a part of Me Too. There are women who are actual victims, actual Me Too is an actual thing, and I don't want to sort of take away from any of that. It's noble. I understand what she's trying to say, or at least I understand what I think she's trying to say. The problem is, oh, but what I, but the bow I wanted to tie that up with is by simply saying, she then goes on at a later point in the interview to talk about another instance where she could have felt obligated to have sex with him again, but chose not to and got up and walked mm-hmm. out. So at least like there's some awareness that she has control of her body mm-hmm. and that she is not, you know, forced to um, engage in this behavior. But just that mindset of, you know, oh, well, you did this to yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't under, I don't ever want to be in a position where that seems like a worthy uh, math formula that I'm going to do in my head, nor more importantly, because I'm not probably ever going to be in that position, nor would I want any young person or any child or any young woman to think. Um, or any woman of any age. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But specifically in the message that you're giving to women in the, you know, wake of of this particular movement, I think why I understand why she may not want to tie herself to that or, you know, sort of usurp that moment, because I think she's afraid of people doing what they're already doing, which is telling her she's trying to make a lot of money. She's trying to get a lot of attention. And or again, she's piggybacking on the Me Too movement to try to call it, something out. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. And to that, I would simply say, again, really think about it. All these people who want to just say she's out for money. Like, do you really think that it's worth all of the crap that has been thrown at her and will be thrown at her? I mean, don't even just look at her. Look at every other woman who's been caught up in a, quote, sex scandal with a politician. Mm-hmm. How have they been treated? Yeah, not well. Well enough to make you think that that's something you would want to do? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Um, yeah. And like you said, Bradley, we are going to get to some of the other points of of the interview as it happened uh, last night on 60 Minutes. Not the interview that happened, the interview that aired on 60 Minutes, because the interview that happened was a two-hour interview. What we saw was about 20 minutes of that, and much of it was stuff we had already heard, um, but we were hearing it from the mouth of Stormy Daniels herself. We will be getting to that throughout, but that was the thing that for both of us kind of 
Well, that's the thing that related to, you know, because we all like we watched it through our own eyes, through our own, you know, uh, political ideas, I'm sure, and stuff. Everybody sort of came to that interview with their own thing. But like for us, in terms of what is relevant to you and I who talk about, uh, you know, celebrity gossip most days on the radio and in this particular case, the Me Too movement and how that's affected women, like, you know, it seemed obvious that that's that's the thing that really related to what we tend to to talk about. Well, and I'm hopeful that people will take that piece of the interview and and remember that piece as something we do need to do some work on is uh how women view them the their own role when they find themselves in a situation with a man like that. Okay, so that's enough serious stuff. When we get back from this break, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that shocked us mm. in a gross way. Well, and titillated. We're going to get titillated when we come back. You said it. Mark my words. After this on my talk 107. little bit about the big thing that jumped out to us from mm. okay from the Stormy Daniels interview that was on last night on 60 Minutes on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 107.1. Streaming live on MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But you know what? There was a lot of kind of shocking look titillating tabloids things that came out are our bread and butter and frankly there was a lot of tabloid titillation happening on the stormy dan i mean you can't have an interview with a woman named stormy daniels and not think uh that we're gonna pay attention and uh some of that was just so absurd but can we listen to the um i spanked uh that guy audio should we start there (laughs) yeah let's do that it started off all about him just talking about himself and he's like, uh, have you seen my new magazine? He was showing you his own picture on the cover of the right, magazine. Right. And so I was like, does this normally work for you? And he looked very taken back. Like, he didn't really understand what I was saying. Like, and I was like, someone should take that magazine and spank you with it. And I'll never forget the look on his face. I don't think anyone's ever spoken to him like that. Especially, you know, a young woman who looked like me. And I said, give me that. And he, I remember him going, you wouldn't. Hand it over. And, uh... So he did, and I was like, turn around, drop him. So he turned around and pulled his pants down a little. You know, he had underwear on and stuff, and, and I just gave him a couple swats. This was done in a joking manner. Yes. From that moment on, he was a completely different person. Okay, I mean, so um, <laughs> you that can't was unhear interesting. that. <laughs> yeah. What were your thoughts, Colleen? Um, can I be perfectly honest? Yeah. I mean, really, in that moment, as I'm hearing her talk about that, I, you have no choice but to sort of visualize what's going on. Sort of. Yeah. And then when you get to the part Sorted. where he dropped his pants. Yeah, but he still had his underpants on. All I can think of now is the president, the president of the United, United States. States and his tidy whities yeah. being slapped on the butt by a magazine with his face oh, on it. Okay, so, and that was pretty sorted, but it's 2018. We've all lived through the Monica Lewinsky scandal of mm-hmm. the, the 90s, which was far more, um, I think, um, there were pieces of it, there were parts of it that were far more shocking, I think, initially, oh, yeah. and especially at the time. This just sort of seems like, you know, silly. And I mean, when you put it into context, I think it's a very big deal. But from from just a purely uh, salacious point of view, this was just like garden variety. Like, like, it's not like he was like, spank me, spank me. It was like <laughs> just him being kind of a goober and her like, I can't. 
believe that I'm doing this. But so it didn't seem that shocking to me is my point. Right. And also at the time, he's not the president of the United States of America. No, but his wife did just have a baby. This is true. And a good point. I think that forget about that. Don't worry about that. Oh, am I supposed to forget about that? No, that's what he allegedly told her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry about that. But can I say that, and you might agree with me, the the more shocking thing to me is this little bit that we learned last night. Yeah, yeah, this is disturbing. (laughs) He's like, wow, you are special. You remind me of my daughter. Uh, He's like, you're smart, beautiful, and a woman to be reckoned with. I like you. I like you. At this point, was he doing The Apprentice? Yes. And he goes, got an idea, honey bunch. Would you ever consider going on and, and being a contestant? And I laughed and said, NBC is never going to let, you know, an adult film star be on. It's, you know, he goes, no, no. He goes, that's why I want you. You're going to shock a lot of people. You're smart. Okay, so the part that I honed in on there was there's a guy who is uh about to have the relations with a lady or is trying desperately to get yeah, to that. He's place. trying to get in her pants yeah. mm-hmm. and he busts out. Uh, you remind me of my daughter. Okay. That's and, not a pickup line. And also, <laughs> can we just point out that's not the first time we've heard this pickup line. Correct. From the same individual. Correct. Which is, I want to know what that is. Can you explain to me what that is? I mean, okay. If I'm, Oh geez. Okay. If uh, realistically, here's what I think that is. Okay. I think for a person who is very interested in themselves, mm. um, his daughter mm-hmm. in his mind is probably an extension of him. Mm. And that admiration he has for her is really a self admiration. Well, and it's the lack of an ability to see that the words coming out of your mouth are sexualizing your daughter right. at a moment that you're about to have sexual relations with another woman that you would think that that was completely normal and, and not um, bizarre in any way. Like I can't even, I like I, I, I always, not that I'm trying to put myself in that position, but if I had ever said to a man before I had sex with, if I had a kid and I was right. like, Oh, you really remind me of my son or, or here's, the, here's like the flip side because I've actually dated people who are like, Oh, you remind me so much of your mom. And I'm like, done. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's what, that's not happening. Yeah. Now. Well, and because certainly I, you're when you're not doing that with your, mom. your ankles, <laughs> yes. right? Like it's one thing if you're saying my mom is a, you know, isn't a nag and you're a nag. You remind me of my mom. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get what you're saying, uh-huh. but not like in the I'm in the hotel room with a woman that I'm trying to get busy with. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what my selling point's going to be to her to really just button this up or unbutton it for that <laughs> matter. I'm going to compare to my daughter. Yeah, I just, and you know what, the other part, can I just also say this, Stormy Daniels seems to not be affected by any of the things that were well, I think salacious she, to us. She she has probably seen a lot. Can I? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I say that the thing that was refreshing for me, though, is her. Like, her interview came across, to, you know, you can judge her, and I'm sure mm-hmm. people will judge her. There are things that she did that I probably wouldn't have done with my life or done differently. But um, as a person who seems completely credible, and as a person who seems, uh, you know, full of self-respect and has made her own choices and is totally fine with them, I have to give her huge props because she came across incredibly um, straightforward and credible mm-hmm. as a human being in a way that like, you know, when you remember that press conference, the Jennifer Flowers press conference from like 100,000 years ago. I mean, barely. That's going way back. That's like a Bill Clinton era thing. Um, you were just like, you just seem like somebody who's out to get a lot of attention. And we were all like, meh. But she, Stormy Dan, and I'm it, that is not a political statement because I don't, I'm not approving of what Bill right. Clinton did or didn't do. Right. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not hooked up on that. But what I'm hooked up on is like her presence in that moment yeah. in the interview. She came across as as relatively credible. Right. I mean, and, and she actually seemed like a fun person. Like I would want to sit down and have a conversation with her. I her wanted life. to sit down and have a conversation with her. I wanted to sit down for two hours and have a conversation with her. Unfortunately, I only got 20 minutes of a conversation yeah, CBS, with her. I don't know if they They're were gun shy or what, but they, I, th- I feel like they, you know, it was a little bit as uh, other people have said better than I, uh, it was a little, uh, Geraldo Rivera, you know, safe. Uh, yeah. Al Capone safe. Yeah, exactly. It, there just wasn't uh, at the end of it. I really did think like, where is all the stuff that we thought we were going to learn? Yeah. Where were the big, you know, big moments of that interview? I don't feel like there was anything in there that we hadn't already heard in some way, shape or form, yeah. including but not limited to the spanking with the magazine. Yeah. The spanking thing. They put it into context. Yeah. Uh, the daughter thing was creepy. The threat, you know, having oh, somebody, a goon, show up and threaten you with your child. To me, that was the thing that I would have focused my energy they, on. I feel like they let that drop really quickly. Yeah. I mean, so... The, there was to, no follow-up. To bring it all the way around, uh, she told a story of uh, being in Las Vegas at her car and putting her child in their her car seat when somebody approached her and made it quite evident that they were sent there by the president or the president's people and basically threatened her that if she told or any of this got out, you know, something bad would happen and uh, even noted to the daughter, wouldn't it be sad if something happened well, to this daughter's the part mother? Of the movie where like, I'm like watching the movie going, okay, that's the point of the movie that you focus on. I want to know what that's all about. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about shark week. Because the president apparently yeah, also, loves Shark what's, Week. What's that all about? I don't know. But but I, I really feel like they failed at that because they didn't pick at that as much as they should have. That or was if a, they did it, they didn't include the part where they picked at it, which again, I'm not sure what the point of having all this buzz around this interview and filming two hours and then you show us 20 minutes. It was I mean, dumb. You had the you literally had the world the world's attention. Yes. And bye. Yeah. All right. When we come they back. They should have given the interview to us. Yeah, we Storm totally, me, honey. No, we would no. We would. Oh my god, we would be the best. Okay, I'm gonna enumerate the reasons why we would have totally botched that. Thing. I don't. You 
uh, you underestimate yourself. When we come back, we've got Lord and Lady D-Bag for you on My Talk 107.1. We've been on this radio for six years for nothing. This is true. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Network. Celebrities behaving badly. It is a daily occurrence, and uh, it is one we like to highlight on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And these are your D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who'd you bring me? Um, I brought you Fox News. And oh, it's not a political that thing. That is inappropriate. It's really just not. No, they're inappropriate. Because you know what they did? What'd they do? Cancel they said, Christmas? Uh, close. They said mean things about Mr. Rogers. Oh, did you they do call him not like a do socialist that. or something? Listen to this. I, 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 listen and be angry. All right. Nine minutes after the top of the hour. How's your self-esteem? Well, not as inflated, good, not as good, frankly, not, because, right, because generational. As a result, you with uh, Mr. Man, Rogers, this evil, evil man I has now not ruined evil. a generation of kids. And you know what? I'm with Captain Kangaroo. He was uh, half a generation ahead. That explains a few things, Steve. Absolutely, because these experts are saying that the kids of today who grew up with uh, Mr. Rogers were told by him. You're special, just for being who you are. Well, here's the problem. It gets lost in that whole self-business, and the idea that being working hard and having high ambitions for yourself, discounted. He j- Mr. Rogers' message was, you're special because you do. He didn't say, if you want to be special, you're going to have to work hard, and now all these kids are growing up, and they're realizing, hey, wait a minute. So Mr. He, Rogers um, lied to me. They're basically blaming Mr. Rogers for telling people that they're special. Yeah, well, you know, that it, it I mean, it's kind of it's kind of the criticism that we've given the parents of today for making their children believe that everyone deserves a trophy. They call him evil. Yeah. Also, I would like to say I was this is an old 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 clip from like a long time mm-hmm. ago because uh, I was reminded that Allison Camerata is in that clip mm-hmm. and she now works at CNN, so it's interesting to see uh how things have changed, but um to that point, I think, you know, anybody who thinks Mr. Rogers is evil has some issues. I mean, evil. Yeah. I mean, that is just to call somebody evil it sort of acts as though that person is calculating how they're going to do harm to you. Mr. Rogers did nothing but try to uphold values and frankly, okay, I did read this one quote, though, that I do want to share with you. Uh, One columnist described Mr. Rogers as a saccharine man whose job was to help the education industry tell stupid children they were special. I mean, I'm sure there were some stupid kids watching. Can I just say, I never in my whole life thought anybody, I thought we universally agreed no. that he no, was a good do, person. No, frankly, it's because um, he worked for, or didn't work for, but, you know, hello, public television, hello, anything public is deemed as evil uh, by certain people. It's Mr. Rogers. So everybody has enemies. I have Everybody no has idea. trolls. I'm going to do a kid's show called Everybody's Got Trolls. Yeah, just hit those kids with the dose of reality right out of the hit gate. Them. Yes. No, I think violence is the answer. 
Excuse you. Anyway, don't say anything mean about Mr. Rogers. Of course, everybody's well, talking I mean, about Mr. Dead, Rogers. But... Is that, you can't. What? What do you mean? I'm just saying he's dead, so he doesn't hear you when you it say it. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. People who loved and care about it cared yeah. about. I'm so incensed. I can't even. Well, speak. it just tells you that those people had horrible childhoods that they can't appreciate. Mr. Rogers. The reason that we're talking so much, by the way, about Mr. Rogers right now is because of the documentary that is coming out and also the movie that Tom Hanks is starring in yeah. as Mr. Rogers, which I I don't know. I won't think that's sort of lofty, but whatever. My neighbor. My neighbor should be, please, please won't, won't you be my neighbor. neighbor. I mean, come on, you guys. Socialist. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Or communist. I can never tell the difference. Probably socialist more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to redistribute uh, make-believe. Okay, um, let's go to the, my D-bag. And, uh, oh, she was just in our studio. I'm sorry that I couldn't crown her uh, while she was here in person. Live D-bag. Bella Thorny. Oh. Otherwise known as Bella Thorne. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that she's writing a book, Colleen? Oh, do tell me more. Yeah, so Bella Thorne, actress, she was just in with Lori and Julia. Actually, um, Holly, was, Holly here. was here that yes. day. I think it was you and Lore. And uh, did you have any reaction to Bella Thorne, like as a person? Like you... hives or yeah. um, <laughs> like a rash or anything like that? What was your takeaway? Some preparation H for as that. A person. As a person, kind, shy. Maybe not 100% in the present moment. Oh, understood. Okay. Yes, so I when I read this article, there. Bella Thorne adds author to her resume. I thought, hmm, tell me more. She's writing a book. Okay, everybody should write a book. Uh, she says, uh, quote, it's kind of a journal book. It's kind of a journal book. Thorne goes on to say that the tome will be, quote, just thoughts and moments and things. Thoughts and moments and things. Sounds exactly like the book that she would write. Okay. okay. Her boyfriend, Thoughts by the way, moments. Minnesotan. Yeah, he's from here. Rapper Mod's son. That's not his given name. Uh, quote, like our whole thing is just being over literature, being run by people that are old. You know what I'm saying? The young people need to want to read books again. And I don't think that comes from people they can't relate to. And speaking of his oh. girlfriend, he says, she dead. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, I think She so. dead ass lives in the moment. I don't even know what that means. What, what, does, that that mean? Mean? what does that mean? It's not a, com- also, it's not a compliment. I think, I it think is. I would like you to know, sir, a lot of kids today are reading books. Yeah. You maybe aren't. I have to say something. I am suddenly seeing what people think Mr. Rogers has created. <laughs> what? This kind of stuff is what I'm thinking people are thinking oh. Mr. Rogers created is the girl who thinks that everybody wants yeah, to listen. Don't play Mr. Rogers and stuff for ignorance. He was trying to make the world a better place this by teaching true. us all how crayons were made. Mm-hmm. Uh, this girl, um, she was told at some age that she was talented <laughs> and she might be talented, you know, on the big screen. But I don't know if writing books is probably a good idea right now. Do you kind want to know the name book. of her dog? Oh, geez. What? Tampon. Yep. Are you serious? Her dog's, dog's name, name is Tampon. Tampon. I actually think it's good. Tampon has their own Instagram account. Yeah. You, okay. So now what you've done. I would never name my dog thoroughly buy into Bella Thorne. No, I just find Do you want your daughter to grow up like Bella Thorne? No. Do you? Absolutely If your daughter not. had a ch- had a dog named Tampon? I'd probably laugh. I can't. I can't lie. I There are certain things. Women's hygiene is hilarious to you. 
I just think it's a funny word. As somebody who has to confront women's hygiene on a weekly basis. I th- there's nothing humorous. Oh, you you are talking oh. about having to encounter women's hygiene on a <laughs> weekly basis. I thought you were saying that I did. And no, I you was do like, it on a I, monthly basis, I think. But. Well, I confront my hygiene on a daily basis. Thank you very well, much. Uh, but I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. In any case, I look forward to reading her kind of journal book. Uh, I want to know what her thoughts and moments and things are. With thoughts, moments, and things. <laughs> the thing that nauseates me about that, honestly, the, it, I, this is the part that makes me irate, is that there are people who have actual thoughts about the book that they would like to release that has, I don't know, a beginning, a middle, and an end. They've probably written many, many proposals to many, many publishers to try to get those books, you know, made and and released. And Bella Thorne, all she has to do is be Bella Thorne and have some thoughts and moments and things, and she can get her journaly book made. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because she just has a name attached to her. Yeah, and it's that frustrates me because there are a lot of good books that demand to be read that can't get made because of her journaly book with the thoughts and moments and things. Thoughts. Moments and, and things. things. I'm really most curious about the things because I think I understand the thoughts and the moments, but I'm I'm not clear on what the things are. Yeah, well, we're gonna find out. I don't know if she is either. Are we? Are we gonna find out, Bradley? Well, she's a dead ass. I mean, she, dead you're ass. right. She's uh, she dead ass lives in the moment. <laughs> So it just depends on what moment she's living. Exactly. All right. When we come back, that's funny, too, because I think from what Holly said, it didn't seem as though she was in this moment. She was having some other moments. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley, it is time on this, our sixth anniversary. I want you to remember how kind I was when I gave you a gift today. Oh, it is time to let you win. For the throwback live at 145. Yes! We will compete after this on My Talk 1071. I don't want to hurt you. I just want to be drinking. It's time for the throwback live at 145 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live Woo! at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, a very excited Bradley trainer. As always. Wait, did I? I won on Friday. I won on Friday. Yeah, but you're still. I won on Friday. You're still like five to my ten. I won on Friday. So, what's your point? I'm gonna win again today. Oh, are you? I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pop I'm in the not morning. Not so sure. Alrighty then. It's Throwback Live. Woo! Oh, you betcha, yeah. One forty-five. Take my shirt off. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Yeah, it's time for Monday's Throwback Live at 145. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. This is how the game works. I'm going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. They could be from anything. The first to identify three of those correctly will win the Throwback Live at 145. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by shouting out their names. It is stressful. No, I, I'm not stressed. And Bradley talks a big game. Let's do this. Mm, All right, let's do this. Let's play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Uh, (laughs) Clip. Careful. Yep. Please identify this. They're magically. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. That's uh, Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. That's right. Let's play it again. They're magically. Delicious. I'll give you that one. Um, (laughs) Actually, you don't give it to me. I got it right. I'll give it to you. Oh, that That's works. right. Bradley Trainer correctly identified the lucky I love how you jingle get five, at the end. I got ten, and somehow you're the cocky one. 
I was just being generous. Okay. All right. I'm ready for the next one. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Sesame Street. Sunny days are just be Joe Booty. No, you did not. You just got one more. Also, that was suspiciously quick, but whatever. Uh, excuse me, please. Just because I got it right, it's suspicious. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, just, I mean, I don't feel Dang like... I feel like we heard like two notes, but whatever. And I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe you could be a little faster. Yes, that was the original I mean, theme song from Sesame up. Street. We grew up with Sesame Street. Did you not Street. know what it was? Well, I did after you said it. Did you not? When I well, said... Well, I mean, I, when you said it, I, but I only but heard two I notes. Said my I name. thought that could be the Brady Bunch. That Not the Brady Bunch theme song, but like it could have been like Sunshine Day from the Brady Bunch. Or it could have been like, I don't know, a Partridge Family song. Yeah, I, mean, I there's actually so think many it could have been. I just need to hear like three more notes. Yeah, well, you know, you snooze. You lose. Bradley Trainer has two points. <clears throat> Colleen, you have zero points. If Bradley Trainer guesses this next vintage pop culture audio clip correctly, he wins the game. So, Colleen, pressure's on you. Mm-hmm. Correctly identify this. You talking to me? Bradley Trainer. Oh, oh Bradley. What a <laughs> Huh? Huh? Bradley, what is it? You talking to me? You talking to me? Yeah, but what is it? I don't know. Colleen? Um, Hold on. Is there a oh timer? No, you said I don't know what it is. Okay. Moving on to Colleen. Right. Colleen, please identify. Oh, that's going to bug me. This is from... Uh, this. This. I'm going to play from, it one more time. Thank you. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> is that from Taxi Driver? Oh, yes! God! Oh, what oh, happened? Oh, oh, what happened? I got a point. You pulled that up deep. I pulled that out. Deep. I literally yes. saw what's his name with the mm-hmm. hooker. Excuse Jody me, Jodie Foster. Oh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, Taxi Driver. I saw it. I couldn't put words to it. I'm sorry. Well, that means Colleen Lindstrom oh. is still alive in today's so Throwback Live at 1:45. Mm-hmm. She just guessed that clip correctly. Of course, it was Robert De Niro from the classic movie Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio <sighs> clip. Bradley has two points. Colleen has one point. Please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Hawaii Five O oh, oh, Hawaii Five O I want I want I'm just letting him have this moment. <laughs> it's lovely. I want yep. 
It sounds like it hurts a little bit. <laughs> That's that right, Bradley. so stressful. This is the theme oh. from Hawaii Oof. Five-O. Bradley Trainer. he just won today's Throwback Live you, at 145. Did you know that one? When I heard more of it, of oh, course okay. I did. Here's the problem. Okay, I have to tell you, I have an issue. Oh, God, here we go. No, this is actually true. I get so anxious. <laughs> Versus everything else yeah. that comes out of your pile. I get so anxious that I... I feel like I can't swallow or breathe well, my, right before it starts. My heart rate right now I is freak like, out. Brrr. Yeah, I just freak a little bit. But you, you have a better way. Like I think your 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 name comes out faster. Like when we both know something, mm-hmm. your name comes out faster. I think. I don't know if it's something about the word Colleen versus <laughs> the word Bradley. Hey, Holly, what did Bradley win today? Well, what did Bradley win today? Congratulations, Bradley Trainer. You just won Throwback Live at 145, and you just won a lovely dining room set. Oh, another one? Yes, yeah, another for dining, your other room, dining set room. For your other dining room. Congratulations, Bradley. You get to pick out. How do I win like another house? You never get to win a house on the Throwback Live at oh, 145. Okay. What do I look like? A bank? No, just the furniture. I buy a that's lot of houses donated. at the bank. Hey, Holly, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm really bad at math. How many well, have I won? Sorry, I don't know. I'll tell you. Okay, I, I won know. eleven, and you won five. Yeah. Um, but no, my other math question was: Did we do five? No. Do you want to do the last one? Yes. Let's play the fifth vintage okay. pop culture audio clip for funsies on today's Throwback oh, Live at one forty-five. He's already got this look on his oh. face like he's gonna pummel me right now. Yeah. Well, try to guess this. Bradley Trainer, uh, Frankenstein. It's alive. I barely heard it's alive in there. Are you kidding me? Uh uh, uh uh. Mm mm. Mm mm. Uh uh. Mm mm. Something feels real fishy. You did not hear it's alive. I absolutely did. Can I? Yeah, let's play it one more time. Silence, please. Here we go. See? It's alive. Do it again. Uh uh. Nope. I'm suspicious. That's fine. What's that? Sanford and Son. Oh. Leave me alone. We're not playing that game right now, yeah. Bradley. But nice try. Do All you right. want to do the bonus round, Colleen? Yeah. I know oh, you yeah. can get the yeah. bonus yeah. round. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. I do so want to do the bonus round. We're playing round. Throwback Live at 145. Bradley, Bradley won already today. won, but yeah. I, we're just trying to make you feel better right now. I know you're going to get this right away. I'm going to play it for you. The bonus Pressure. round of Throwback Pressure. Live at 145. Bradley Trainer. Um, I the Tiger. You are you make me so angry. <laughs> you make me so angry. I'm not trying. Oh my gosh, I'm so good and I'm not even trying. No, that I'm hard. saying I'm not trying to make you angry. Calm down. Whatever. <laughs> yes. I'm just doing my thing over here. I do love this song though. Right? Can we just like no, Play it out for a little bit. I, you know, I get it. There are days when it's just not, you know, the universe. You're, you're being sweet, and I, I like that know, about you. But hmm. <clears throat> we're just gonna like let this run for a little bit. Um, you need the runs. No, um, I'm proud of you, Bradley. You really super won, and that was lovely. Um, Did I get that? Wasn't a shutout because you got one. She got. I haven't had a shutout since the first week. This song takes forever to get to the words. Here we go. Strike it up. up. Oh, see, I don't Back even know this song. I still got it right. To my time. 
<laughs> no. What are we doing next? I'll tell you. Uh, I wouldn't have qualified that song as a song that I would have sat alone in the dark and cried to. But on Friday, oh, hold on, hold on, here we right, go. Here we go. On, let's do it. I the tiger. I don't know the Thanks. I felt good. Okay. So this weekend on Friday, we were at the Lord concert. We saw Lord. <laughs> I know. I wonder if when she named herself that, she considered what that would feel like when people say, I went to see the Lord, the Lord concert. concert. But Lord was at the XL Energy Center. And we were uh, we were there along with uh, the three of us, and then uh, Lori from the Lori and Julia show was there, and Kat Perkins was there, and a bunch of really wonderful listeners were there. And we realized that maybe we were a little bit old in the crowd, and we realized that the kids these days they listen to Lord with the lights off and cry, right? Yeah. Like we all did in There's our tortured a lot of days. Angst. Yeah. Yes. So we were thinking about what was the music that we would sit in the dark and cry to. Uh, when we were that age, we came up with a few of our own personal in the dark crying songs. Yeah, we're gonna songs. we're all gonna have a moment in the dark crying out, uh, crying out our puberty. Ex- we're gonna cry out our puberty. What were you crying out your puberty to? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What was the music of your youth that you would sit alone in a dark, quiet room and cry to every single night? Give us a call on my talk one zero seven one. We'll be back.